0: Well, today on In Awe by Bruce, we have Christopher Sean Shaw, who's an award-winning filmmaker and owner of Anchor Productions. He held the soon-to-be-released comedy, and I can tell you, this show is great. It's, uh, it's a fabulous film called Church People, starring Thor Ramsey and Aaron Cahill, and it features both the Baldwin brothers, Stephen and uh, Billy, and then China Phillips, Michael Monks, Donald Faison from, if you remember, Scrubs, Joni Fatone, and more. So, in between freelance film productions, CSS here, who's on the show with us, helps businesses, organizations, and individuals increase their visibility with high-quality and memorable video content, consulting and coaching branding, and social media strategies. Christopher and his family reside in Northern California, though I must say that they are from Central, he's from Central Ohio. Uh, He lives there with his dog, Nugget, his favorite daily treat is a Ghirardelli Intense dark 72% cocoa uh, chocolate <laughs> <laughs> and that's Christopher's not as n- 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 says he puts here chocolate is bad for pooches and I know cuz I got two of them
1: and they want mine all the time so anyway Christopher welcome to the show glad to have you thank you so much for having me it's it's an honor and a privilege to be here thank you so much
0: well thanks and uh I just want to get go with the the movie it's hard not to just head into that right away what can you tell us about the movie without
1: spoiling it? And then we'll we'll pick up from there. Well, imagine yourself at a job and you find yourself stuck in the mechanism of what the job has become. And it's not about the people you serve. It's more about making the job bigger and better. And what can we do to top the last earnings or whatever? So imagine yourself in that. And that's where Guy Sides, the America's favorite youth pastor, finds himself at this megachurch. He's stuck in the mega church marketing machine, and he just <laughs> wants to get out and preach the gospel again like he used to. But he's surrounded by a zany worship leader, an uh, uh, over-the-top senior pastor who's all about the show and getting butts in the seats. And it didn't start out that way. Like back in the day when they first started, they had a small congregation— it didn't start out that way. They were about preaching the gospel, but then slowly and surely things changed. And we come into it where a guy is fed up with mega church marketing slash branding machine, and he just wants to escape. And will he escape? And and, <laughs> and the zaniness ensues. It, it, would you say that's a, a pretty good uh, synopsis? I, I would say that's a great synopsis, and
0: I love the fact you said the zaniness <laughs> ensues because. That is where it goes on. You guys do a great job of the sarcasm, irony, tongue in cheek, all that lampooning going on is mixed in there, which just, as well as the the storyline, just make this a fabulous, fun movie to watch. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Incredible team efforts. You can tell by the people in the movie there. I mean, they're all good, polished actors, great resumes, and they they come together very well for the movie. Um, you know, you know. You're, you're striking on a note that has to do with what our whole podcast is about, which is being in awe of God. Yes. And here we have a story about what is happening so much in many churches is that they've lost track of that. Tell me more about what brought this about, what inspired you all to pull this together and make this into a movie, and what your goal is for people to get out of it.
1: Well, around the time I connected with uh, the writer and star, Thor Ramsey, one one of the writers, he was the original writer of the script. And there's two other writers on the script, Bob Sines and Wes Halula. Shout out to Bob and Wes. And uh, anyway, um, I, I think he just sort of based it off of what you were just saying, that things that he was picking up and seeing in the evangelical subculture of Kind of the, the antics, it's, it seems to be more and more about the antics and the showmanship <laughs> as opposed to, you know, getting the message of the gospel across. So and and Thor's comedy background. So um, he, he's been in stand up comedy for like over 30 years. He doesn't, doesn't do it so much now. He's actually a pastor of a church plant in uh, Canyon Lake, California, which is about 75 miles east of L.A., but, um, he's very fun and witty and and uh, and so he decided to take those those two things, what he was seeing and like put it into a script with a high concept and and um it's it's definitely inspired by, you know, things he was perceiving in the evangelical subculture and what is the
0: hope, you know, as people watch this did did you feel like if we get something out like this that kind of shows the contrast of what it looks like and what? What really the Lord is looking for do did, did, are you feeling that people will be able to pick up on this and that they'll be able to look at themselves and go, "Oh my gosh, we're falling into this trap or what were you
1: thinking? Yeah, I mean the, the, the hope is is to um, cleverly uh, without beating people over to he- over the head with it, but cleverly um, expose what's going on in a lot of places out there and and yeah, of cor- course correct where necessary. I think the characters have some really great character arcs throughout the film. Uh, the two main ones, in my opinion, being um, the character Thor plays, uh, Guy Sides, and then the character Michael Monks plays. Shout out to Michael Monks mm. as uh, Senior Pastor Skip. Incredible uh, character arcs there, and um, and yeah, I, I I hope people laugh a lot, but also uh, you know, comedy's really great to um get to collaborate with people on because I like what Michael Jr uh says he's a Christian comic who was in a movie called Selfie Dad but he uh he says that the comedy helps uh break down walls and so then your message can get through better and so he incorporates comedy in his stand up act a lot and that's what you can also do uh with the creative arts like films and so forth you can you can implement comedy and good storytelling, and and then it's it breaks down walls in people's hearts and so forth. And and I actually have an interesting uh, backstory. I mean that happened to me, basically. Oh. I met Thor online on Facebook in uh, 2009, and around that time I was coming out of a um, an unhealthy ministry situation, and I just felt like I needed. To laugh because up until that point and even a little bit after, I felt like if I did something creatively, like if I did a short film or something, like it had to be meaty. Like, where's the meat? It has to be like heavy and like, er, you know, like so many so many Christian uh, videos and films out there. Like, where's the teary moment? And where's the where's the meat of the of the scriptural message coming across? And I was very much kind of in a way, stuck in that rut of thinking that it, it had to be that way. And I felt the Lord was changing my heart at that time. I moved into my, what, what I refer to as my bachelor pad, married now. But, you know, back then when I moved out of that ministry situation, I, I was living by myself for the first time in around a decade or so. Hmm. And uh, it was a nice little relief, but I also felt like I need to laugh. So I, had a subscription to christiancinema.com, and they had a DVD rental queue similar to Netflix. And so I just went to the comedy section and uh, ordered one at a time all these comedy videos in alphabetical order. And, <laughs> and Bananas was early in the alphabet, obviously, B, <laughs> Bananas. And Thor <laughs> Ramsey was the host of Bananas. And I had known of Thor Ramsey and his comedy a little, little bit, Yeah. Um, And so I was watching, but I I was devouring those uh, DVDs. I was like watching the behind the scenes. I was watching the full show. I was watching the tape show sometimes. I was watching the interviews with the comics that would come on. And then, you know, there was even one bananas special where Thor got to share his testimony. And I just remember sitting there watching that and uh, all the graphic art would come up and Thor pops up on the screen. He looks like this really fun individual and stuff. And I'm just sitting there thinking, Man, what would it be like to be friends with somebody like Thor Ramsey? Oh yeah, you know? Yeah. And so, and this is around the time I started getting more engaged in Facebook, and so I just started reaching out to comedians I was seeing on that show, Bananas, including Thor. I was reaching out to John Brannion and Michael Jr. and so on and so forth. That basically began the journey of um, getting to know those kinds of uh, of creative people. Long story short, Thor and I worked on our very first of many short films together in 2010 called Skip Listening. And I think it's a really good example of a, of a short or a film in general that can have heart, but it's also mm-hmm. funny. Like there's comedy around it and then boom, the heart moment, but it's still yeah. funny, you know. And so I think um, and I hope that's what church people communicates as well is that it definitely has heart, and there's definitely a message there, but it's encapsulated in good storytelling and, and lots of humor. And we're not making fun of the church, uh, per se. Or, well, we're certainly not making fun of Christianity, you know. Right. I hope that comes across loud and clear. We're not we're not being blasphemous about it, but we're just exposing our human nature, and as humans, the the kinds of things we tend to fall into, unfortunately— and, man, I, we need the grace of God, we need the mercy of God, and mm. and we need uh, repentance and faith in Him to onward and upward, you know?
0: Yeah. I think what you're saying, and, and what humor's always done for me, is that I think if we have the ability to uh, be surprised by something, then it gets our brain engaged much more. And that's really what comedy is. It's bringing home a point that surprises you that you realize, oh my gosh— here's this connection in a different way and that gets your brain thinking. And I think that's kind of what happens with your movie. As I was watching, you definitely, I didn't get any impression of all that there was anything negative on Christianity. It was all about how we're we're representing it or trying to cause an effect in people. And that effect is really the, in my opinion, it's kind of that awe of God. And when we lose track of that, we begin to then try to find it in other places. And go on zany
1: adventures.
0: And go on, that's right, we do. We, just, we get a little crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and we head off. Oh, So tell us more about, um, as far as the movie goes, where should people go at what time to go get a hold
1: of this? The movie is uh, slated to release uh, via a Fathom event, March 13th to 15th. And then from March 16th to April 16th, there's a uh, ticketed church screenings, and if you want to tell your pastor and invite him to somehow partake in that, um, go to churchpeoplefilm.com. Um, mm-hmm. You can also subscribe for updates and so on and so forth about the movie. But as we're recording this, the official trailer has not dropped yet online, but it should be online very, very soon, and by the time you're hearing this, it should definitely be online
0: churchpeoplefilm.com. And you can get that and show it at your church, right? With the order yeah, online with the tickets. Exactly
1: how that works. They're going to have to, you know, follow the, the site's very clean and simple and, and easy to, yes. to navigate. So I, I believe there's a section in there where you can, you know, input your interest in bringing it to your church. Um, yes. And also uh, I, I would imagine by the time the, the trailer drops, or at least probably mid February, we'll, we'll see. The uh, the ability to see what theaters are screening it and so on and so forth, so you can check your zip code or however they you know punch that in the system. Okay,
0: so how was it working with the the cast here and and pulling all this off with all the like you said the zaniness? What, what's that? What's that like for you as a director?
1: It's an incredible experience. It's a challenging experience. What can I say, man? It's it's an honor and a privilege to to be able to work with such talented people and to work on a project like this. I mean, like what a great opportunity. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I mean, I've been like I said, I've been working with Thor since 2010. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've done a short film a lot of the years, not every single year, but we've done a short film and certainly kept in touch during the time between 2010 and, and shooting the movie. Interestingly enough, we actually shot this movie in 2016, and oh, it's just really? Been kind of a long road in in getting it to where it is now. So I'm very grateful for the opportunity. Incredible cast, incredible yeah. acting. I mean, like just it's it's really a it's really a phenomenal slash challenging slash exciting experience. And and quite frankly, I've been attached to this project since February of 2010 when Thor and I worked on Skip Listening. Wow. So what we did was, uh, w- we worked on Skip Listening. He had such a good time that we decided to you know, continue to work together. But at that time, he also had an ulterior motive on coming on basically a, a little to no pay <laughs> 168 film project. And I'm not knocking the 168 at all. The 168 film project has been monumental mm-hmm. uh, to my career. Shout out to the 168, 168film.com. Please check that out. If you want more hands-on experience, then get involved in something like a speed film competition, like the 168 mm. or the 48-hour film festival. Or I mean, it forces you to complete a project. But I lost my train of thought, Bruce. <laughs> what was the question?
0: <laughs> uh, we were just talking about what it was like to, uh, you know, work with that kind of cast and yeah, how you I... work with them. And one thing I was going to ask you is, how did you pull together this cast? I mean, it is such a high level cast. I mean, it's a good group
1: of people. So how this movie came about and and like, I, I look back at all, all the different stages of this process over, it's been over a decade, like I said, since I started being attached to this project. Wow. And uh, the hand of God all over this in my opinion, including the timing. As frustrating as that can be at that you're waiting for something you worked on to come out and you want people to see it. Yeah, but I think including the timing, I I, I believe that's I, God's hand has been all over it. So how it came about was Thor and I worked on Skip Listening. And if those of you are interested in seeing that fun little short, it's on my YouTube channel. Just look look up on YouTube, Thor Ramsey, Skip Listening, and you'll find it. But, um, but we worked on that, and uh, he had this script. At the time, it was called Youth Group. Long story short, the idea was – and originally, actually, he wanted to direct and star in it. And then while we were working on Skip Listening, he was like, "Uh, I I don't think I want to direct it anymore.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Like, well, who do you want to direct it? Hoping he would say me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And he was like, well, you could direct it. And that's how I got the gig. (laughs) uh, Ah. And so anyway, the idea was we'll do a proof-of-concept trailer. Have you seen that, Bruce? Have you seen the proof-of-concept no. That's also on my YouTube channel. Um, if you go to youtube.com slash CSS301, um, you'll find it there in the, in the comedy videos on my YouTube channel. We did a proof of concept trailer, so a mock trailer showing people who might possibly invest in this thing. Hey, this is what this movie could look like. So here's mm-hmm. a trailer to give you like a visual example as opposed to shopping a script around or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so we shot this proof of concept trailer. Um, towards the end of uh, 2010, and then it was online in December of 2010, and I was plugging that thing left and right for, like, a couple of years, off wow. and on. I was hitting up, like, Steve Martin and Jimmy Fallon on Twitter and just, like, hey, what do you think? Or, hey, you, will you share this? Or, or whatever. Like, just trying to find somebody who, like, got it and mm-hmm. hopefully helped make it happen. At one point, I uh, sent a tweet to Stephen Baldwin, and he responded within, like, less than an hour, and it was like, who do I talk with directly to see how I can best support your vision for this project? Wow. Yeah. Wow, indeed. And so that was sent from my, uh, I have a whole bunch of different Twitter handles. One of them is Youth Group Movie. Now it's been changed to Church PPL Movie. hmm at the time, youth group movie is, is the accountant. He got that message from, and I was just asking him to, to to share it, like, hey, you know, would you would you be willing to share this? And he's like, who do I talk to? And so I'm like, you, you know, talk to our director, me. And so, <laughs> so the next morning, I'm reading an email from Stephen Baldwin that basically says, I've been looking for um, filmmakers with the right comic sensibility to do something exactly like this. Wow. And, yeah, and so that started, you know, then there was a, a conference call on the phone for about 20 minutes, and then there was an in-person meeting that lasted about three hours, and over the next, uh, golly, two and a half years, yeah. they had, um, he and his producing partner had all kinds of uh, meetings with uh, different people with money who might want to get behind the movie, and um, very long story short again um it came down to uh steven's uh, good buddy uh mike lindell uh decided to fund the thing so wow. it wasn't even somebody they were ori- originally pitching it to um it just sort of you know happened through conversation and so forth and and so then um the money was fully in the bank in mm. 2016 and then a few months or so later we rolled cameras in july of 2016 wrapped early August, 2016. And, um, and then, you know, editing and screenings and, and, you know, like getting feedback and stuff. And, and, uh, and we didn't start out with a distributor in place. So, Mm -hmm. so that wasn't like a a, a done deal. Then, you know, they started shopping it around and so forth. So it's been a long road, but it's exciting to be here. (laughs) So (laughs) thanks for playing. Yeah, no. So my next question is
0: not to point anybody out or by name or anything, but I'm assuming not everybody
1: that's—the main characters are all Christians, are they? Not everybody is a born-again Christian. If I'm not mistaken, most of the crew weren't believers either. Okay. So uh, so yeah, it was, it was definitely a hodgepodge. But I mean, uh, for the most part, it was— you know they they were professional and got the job done and and did a stellar job. I mean like, I think the footage looks great and mm. and, and the performances are great and um, and that's one of the and that's one of the feedback I've heard from people who have seen screenings. Yeah, is the acting is so good. Which, oh uh, yes, all right, good. That's fabulous that that you're believing the characters and and going with them in this journey.
0: Well, and and that's why I wanted to ask you, did anything happen or Anything you heard from people that maybe weren't, aren't Christians that were acting in it or crew that anything click, any uh, you know, you maybe wouldn't know this, but I'm just kind of digging to see if there was anything that like somebody saw that wasn't a Christian goes, you know, that's, that's really I never thought about that.
1: I'm not aware of that per se. However, Mm -hmm. one of the actors with a recognizable face. um, Yeah. I believe one of the reasons he wanted to work on it was because he wanted to work with Stephen Baldwin and he wanted to hear his story, like what happened to him you know, as far as becoming a Christian. And yeah. so it's my understanding that Stephen got to share um, his testimony and, and so forth with that actor. So that was really cool to hear. He definitely, I would have loved him been a fly on the wall in that conversation. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, that's the only story that comes to mind. In regards to that, but still, that's pretty that's pretty powerful, right there. If
0: one person comes on, who knows what else was going on behind the scenes too? Right, exactly. Wow, that's great. Again, haven't watched the movie, and the impact on me was, wow, this is this is great because it's driving us back to who we really are. Have you heard anything from? Uh, have any churches that maybe fall into this category seen any of this yet?
1: And made comments? Uh, funny you should say that. Um, uh-huh. I, um, I don't know any super specifics, but I have heard that there have been some leaders who have seen it who weren't comfortable with promoting it because they felt it was talking about them. Okay. So I, I, is that an answer to you? Question. Yes, yeah, so, I was
0: kind of wondering so, if yeah,
1: so, uh... so so that was that was a kind of interesting and you know and for somebody like Thor to hear that who's also a pastor and that's yeah. kind of you know, part of the intent of for lack of a better word exposing you know the ideologies and stuff that these characters have that's very I I would think pretty rewarding for mm-hmm. uh, a writer to hear something like that um, that, that okay the message got ac- got across but again, we're not we're not lambasting Christianity. Right. We're just showcasing there's some pretty over the top ideas people have out there about what church service is supposed to look like, especially the big services like in this case the Good Friday slash Easter service.
0: Yes. Yeah. Very well done. Thought so. Um to kind of close things up, is there anything else that From the movie, or things that you are doing in your personal life that would be good for people to hear about, that would be helpful, other things they should know about the movie or other productions you're doing?
1: Uh, Yeah, thank you for asking. Uh, Yes, absolutely. Um, So let me start with uh, church people. If you're someone listening to this who wants to see more faith based content that is enjoyable and of quality, and if you perceive that this one is an example of that Mm. then please 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 support it and please 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 share 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 when you see the trailer share it on all your social media share it to people tell your pastors get your pastors involved in spreading the word about it I I heard your interview with Kevin Sorbo and um, he was pretty spot on when it came to like to make a movie like this Costs a lot of money, but it's nothing in the grand scheme of Hollywood blockbusters. Right, right. like like he said, like three or four million dollars, which this movie was less than that. But you know, around in the context of what he was saying, you know, three or four million dollars is like the catering budget on Pirates of the Caribbean. You can do so much with one to two million dollars, which is is basically what we did. Support it if you want to see more content like this. Support it. Mm-hmm. Um, if if it's safe for you to do so go see it in the theater opening night opening weekend at the theater is huge
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: communicating whether or not people want you know this kind of content when it comes out on on dvd or or paid video on demand uh support it rent it share it with your friend you, know, you know what i'm saying so yes help get the word out because that communicates to people with money who would support something like this if they knew there was a need for it or, Mm -hmm. or a desire for it. It just, it helps in that process. And then as far as um, other stuff, yeah, I, I, I'm attached to numerous other projects (laughs) that need funding features, shorts, but uh, a couple that I'll highlight is um, I've worked a lot over the years with uh, comedian Scott Wood as well. Um, He's been in the business also for, Thirty plus years. Um, he's his 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 moniker is Mister Punchline, and if you can imagine a clean Rodney Dangerfield, he's he's a he's a like a one-liner, rapid-fire okay. comedian, and on top of that, he does hilarious impressions. He does like a couple Ooh. of hundred impressions of like different famous people over the years, and so he had this really great idea. And he collaborated with a mutual friend and client, Dr. Watson, real name, Dr. Watson. Tim <laughs> okay. Watson with Mission Pediatrics, missionpediatrics.com. Um, shout out to Tim. Hi, Tim. So Dr. <laughs> Watson and Scott collaborated on this idea for, that Scott had for a comedy cooking show. So it's basically interviewing stand-up comedians and actors in the kitchen while preparing a healthy dish. And OK, so, um, th- you know, the tag is two comics walk into a kitchen, dot, 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 you know. Yeah. So, and and so Scott Wood nails it as the host. And uh, we have uh, four episodes in the can and, and edited. And um, it's called Something Smells Funny. And so <laughs> we're in, in uh, co-production and distribution talks uh, currently to see how that can go forward and, and do more of them. So, so yeah, so there's there's that one, Something Smells Funny. Um, the Facebook page for that is uh, facebook.com slash somethingsmellsfunny. And then another one I'm attached to is a, a faith-based sitcom called Open Mike, spelled M-I-K-E. Oh. Okay. And it's about a New York stand-up comic and new Christian convert, Mike McKenna, who's fresh out of rehab and ready for his big break gig in L.A., but he's waylaid— when he and his family are stranded in a foreign country, Deep East Texas. <laughs> so, comedy ensues, and, uh, and his plans get thwarted, but God intervenes, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, so those are, those are a couple, and that Facebook page, I believe, is uh, facebook.com slash openmikesitcom, M-I-K-E sitcom. Okay. And that's with uh, writer, producer, Timothy Buck, and uh, another writer and comedian and star of it is Barry McKenna, who's hilarious. And if you go to the Open Mic Sitcom Facebook page, there's a really funny song that Barry does um, from his stand-up act called um, The Denomination Song. Okay. And, and it's and it's basically about all the different denominations God brought him through to become a Christian. Christian, it's really funny. <laughs> okay, I'll look that up. But, that's great. Yeah, but but I, I want to give a couple other shout outs if I can. Um, shout out yeah. to Susan Shearer. Susan Shearer and I have produced uh, some shorts together, and we want to do more stuff together. Jamie A Hope is an incredible writer in Michigan. Mm-hmm. She has some feature film projects, and we have a powerful short. Um, I tend to gravitate towards comedy. I mean, that's yeah. that's kind of like my my zone. But I'm also attached to projects like with Jamie that are either like more of a suspense thriller type um, or we also have a short film that we want to do called Peace at Home that honors veterans. And it, it highlights the struggles that they go through post-deployment with uh, PTSD. PTSD. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, so, yeah. So I, they're, they're, I'm attached to a lot. Lots of stuff with Thor. A few things with Jamie and some stuff with, uh, Dr. Watson and Scott Wood. And, and yeah, so, uh, shout out to all those people and please forgive me for the ones I I've missed because again, there's, there's, there's a lot.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. But that, that's great. Thank you. And I, I it's great to be around people like that, that, you know, you're all moving in the same direction and, and trying to spread this out and thank you for everything that you're doing, you know, for the Lord and, uh, taking his word out and bringing humor with it, which, uh, we, we need to laugh, man.
1: I mean, we yes. we need to be serious too. I mean, be serious when when you need to be serious. Absolutely, no right. question. But we we need to we need to lighten up and laugh too. I mean, uh, like, I think you're right. God has a sense of humor, and okay. God created laughter.
0: Yes, and I think you're right. I think you could go too far where you're just too serious. You don't realize just the fun and the joy and everything that He wants to give us. Yeah.
1: So it's sad. It's, it's it really is sad. And nice. I, and I was there and, and, and I'm still in process of coming out of that, honestly. You know, I mean, like I'm a quirky goofball, but I have a very serious side and, yeah. um, and I, I tend to, uh, overthink things quite a bit. And, and, um, there are many areas still, I need to lighten up a bit, <laughs> so
0: <laughs> God help us. Help us. That's right. Well, I can't wait till you get back here to central Ohio.
1: Cause we'll have to head out. Yeah, let's let's hang out and uh, hopefully it'll be maskless at the time and, yeah, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll grab a, a proverbial coffee.
0: That sounds really good. <laughs> All right, hey, well, thanks, Christopher, for being on the show, and you we'll post so everything up. And yeah, you take care, and and you know we'll continue to pray for you.
1: Thank you very much, much needed and much appreciated, and God bless you and your listeners.
0: Okay, thanks.